Welcome to The Dog Show, a podcast for dog mums and dads who like to spoil their pups and care for their well-being. I'm your host, Will Blunt, and every week I interview global experts about dog health, nutrition, behaviour, trends, and much more. Let's sink our teeth into this week's episode. This episode of The Dog Show features Andrea Link. Andrea is the founder of Willow's Pantry, a healthy treats and custom dog cake business based in Melbourne, Australia. In a previous life, Andrea was a German pastry chef until she fell in love with her rescue dog, Willow, and started creating all sorts of fun and healthy treats for her. The Willow's Pantry range includes dog cookies in 14 different flavours, dehydrated treats, birthday hampers, Christmas specials, pup cakes, celebration cakes, and much more. In the interview, we talk about how to create beautiful dog-friendly cakes, where Andrea draws her inspiration from, and a few nasties you should avoid if you're planning to DIY your own dog cake. Andrea, welcome to the dog show today. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) And Willow, of course. (laughs) Oh, of course, of course. Willow's not with you at this very moment, but I'm keen to hear a little bit more about Willow. So Willow is your rescue dog, which is the inspiration behind your treat brand, your dog treat brand and everything. So can you tell me more about Willow? Yes, of course. I talk about Willow all the time. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Willow is uh, about six and a half years old. She's a bull terrier cross, probably Kelpie, probably Steffi. We are not too sure about it, but yeah, she's she's kind of very sweet. And I adopted her about three and a half years ago when she was a scared little potato and she, she was just hiding under the kitchen bench and, and just just wasn't too sure about everything about life. Yeah, and that inspired me um, just to bake some treats for her. And yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Before we talk more about all of that, like your profession, I guess, your career, I'm interested to hear more about Willow as a dog because it sounds like a very interesting mixture of breeds. There's the Bull Terrier. I think you mentioned Border Collie or something in there as well. But what what type of personality does she have? Yeah, Willow is. Um, she can be uh, quite stubborn. <laughs> so it's uh, so she's just now she's she's a really happy and spunky girl, and she has her friends and she loves to sniff around and and we whoa and she yeah she she has lots of friends she likes to play with. She can be also very, for example, uh, when it rains, she doesn't like to go outside. Then you can call her and um, she just simply ignores you. And um, <laughs> yeah, so, so she, she can be quite cheeky. She's yeah, an experienced food stealer. Also, we have, always have to make sure before we leave the house that we put everything away because she, she goes around as soon as she knows that we are leaving. She, she just sniffs everything, or jackets, bags, and she, she finds everything that's just that we forgot. <laughs> so and she, so she, yeah, she, she can be very <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> well, I'm sure she's getting lots of nice treats anyway, right? Because she's your testing, testing animal for the yes. for all of your beautiful new treats and everything. Yeah, she, she's quality controller and taste tester, of course. <laughs> so we, we keep it moderate yeah. with the treats because she, of course, treat, treats are nice, but she should also stay um, uh, healthy. So, so it's not that she eats five bags of treats every day. <laughs> Very, she, she would yeah. like if she has the chance <laughs> yeah 
Of course, all, all dogs would like that, I think, but they may not last very long. <laughs> yeah, I, I think people always think that she's really lucky because she has all the treats here. But um, but I think it's sometimes it can be a curse because she sees all the dog cakes getting out of the door and with all the treats getting packed. And then she's always like, hey, and where's mine? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine as well, like you were mentioning leaving food around the house, you must have so many dog-friendly ingredients sitting around that you really need to be aware of, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So, I mean, the, the kitchen is, is closed up anyway for her, but it it, it just happens that sometimes I forget something in, in, my, in my handbag and then she's, she's just like, oh, <laughs> you did forget that. <laughs> yeah. So, you're from Germany originally and you're a pastry chef. Yeah. So, what got you in, apart from obviously your beautiful dog Willow and loving her and, and wanting to kind of, you know, create treats for her. What got you into the the dog treat industry and, and creating dog cakes and all this kind of stuff? Yeah, I think it just purely happened by accident. So it was mm. really that Willow, so her foster family actually said, um, oh, you know, food is the way to her heart. And I said, all right, let's bake you some cookies. And I made her this little cake for International Dog Day. That was on the 26th of August. And I thought, oh, you know what? I just should make you a cake because you look so sad. And um, yeah, and then somewhat it escalated. And I um, made her a couple of flavors. And um, then our neighbor started, oh, what's this? Then it, somewhat it, it just became, yeah, my first it was like more like a side hustle next to working as a pastry cook. And when my work shut down, I thought, oh, maybe I should give it a try. And yeah, and since then, it's, it's pretty much yeah, my work my daily yeah yeah so how does it compare like creating pastries for humans and, and cakes for dogs obviously there's some differences in ingredients and things like that but are your processes a bit similar yeah definitely so the of, of course the ingredients are different and where i would make for humans like sugary buttercream and of course don't do this for dogs so the ingredients are mm. different and of course because my cakes are made without preservatives and all these good chemical things that keep our human cakes together and let them sit last for ages. And it's not happening with the dog cakes. And so, of course, the processes are a bit different and they last up to two days. Um, and then, yeah. Okay, so the last two days. So yeah. <laughs> what are some of those ingredients that you got to avoid putting into dog cakes that people may not be aware of? So there are lots of ingredients which are actually toxic to dogs uh, and grapes. You need to be aware that, um, for example, artificial sweeteners. So that's why I always check with my vet when I have, because I come up with um, some some crazy ingredients sometimes. And they're like, hey, what's this? And the vet is like, oh my God, Andrea. Because <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> I, I don't use artificial colors. It's um, more use turmeric and green spirulina, blue spirulina. And um, and then I think, ah, oh, there's another plant which gives a beautiful blue color, which was, I think, the pea, pea butterfly plant or something. And that's where, where I called the vets. And in the end, nobody knew about this plant. And so, of course, then I skip it and don't put it in the cakes. Uh, yeah, it takes a lot of research. And it's, it's always good to double check, definitely, before just putting that's so that's so yeah. interesting just because looking at your cakes on instagram which are all amazing uh, <laughs> like they're vis visually beautiful and the dogs look so happy sitting next to them but all of the colors are so vibrant i just yeah. assumed there was some sort of artificial colors right but i mean that's that's cool that you're using natural ingredients to, yeah. to create that effect as well 
Yeah, but for example, if you if you ever cook with turmeric and you got it on your fingers, and also yeah. like natural <laughs> colors can stain, and they can be very bright. There are some colors like like a really like a neon red or something that's that's not possible. But the customers are mostly happy to work around it. That I can say, look, it may look more orange or more pinkish, but in in the end, we can always work a bit around that to get different colors. Yeah. So what, what's kind of the base ingredients of your cakes then? We spoke about, you know, what's not going in them, but so you're talking about turmeric and things to color them, but what, what's like the main ingredients of the cake? So I have different cake bases. For example, the standard one can be with wholemeal flour and eggs, and then you can add carrots and pumpkin or peanut butter, um, carob. Carob is an excellent substitute for chocolate. It has a similar flavor, but it's safe for dogs. Or you can also work for um, special dietary requirements that I can make grain-free cakes out of coconut flour. I can make, um, for example, raw beef cakes. Yeah, so that that's the standard base. And then um, there comes a cream around it made out of milk products and peanut butter. And this is mainly it. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, because I, I know that our dog has a range of different food allergies and or, or sensi- sensitivities as well so it's good to know that there's some you know some personalized options in there it would be challenging i think to make a cake for our dog um because there's not much that you can eat except for like c- kangaroo and <laughs> vegetables but <laughs> i can make a kangaroo cake um no, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah it's, i guess so yeah of course there are sometimes there are requests to say well, are you sure that your dog should really eat a cake? Because it's it's quite rich and it should be an on-off treat. So I always recommend not to, um, like, when I mean, you have a little puppy or something, I don't think you should give a whole cake or something to the yeah. dog. Especially or, some of the, the sizes of the cakes that I've seen in your photos as well. That shouldn't be like a one meal kind of cake, not. I don't so think. So it's mostly <laughs> the big ones are for puppy parties and they get cut yeah. up and um, everybody gets, gets a little bit on a plate so so all the people just cut them up and freeze them for for later for other parties um but it's yeah that's a good idea definitely you should it's an on-off treat and it's more like a novelty thing than it's not a part of a regular diet yeah so what type of occasions are people getting cakes for i guess you mentioned like doggy parties but is it predominantly birthdays and things like that or yeah mostly of course birthdays birthday parties with adoption days um Mm-hmm. Cakes. There are some some sad occasions when it's like a farewell cake when a dog yeah has to be put to sleep and people have a bucket list and it's the ones where, where I start crying a bit over the cake. It's it's really that's yeah they, they go go a bit on the heart. Um, there's also um, yeah big big part which becomes is event catering. So on the last last weekend actually I got with the frozen yogurt chain in Melbourne um, a big, big collaboration where we gave out 500 cupcakes for free for, for every frozen yogurt being so, uh, bought or um, dog movie screenings that people get cupcakes because it becomes before COVID um, the, there were many events where for example you could take your dog to the movies and watch a dog movie and then they got a little or little popcorn bags with dehydrated treats <laughs> or cupcakes that's so cool. that's yeah so that an occasion for a dog party <laughs> or a dog cake, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's a restaurant here in Sydney where my wife and I took our dog. It's, um, I think it's called the Gantry. I, I can't be 100% sure on that, but <laughs> they have like a dog station as well. So like while you're eating your your meal, the dog gets like three or four different different meals as well. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite fun. <laughs> yeah, and dogs become more, more part of the family and of, and of, 
yeah, and our life. So I think it, it moved a bit from the blog being just, just like on the side. So because we, we had we had um, always like a wide bunch of different animals as as kids. We had retired racehorses and dogs and cats, but you would never have thought, oh, I'll make you a cake. Or so it's it's changing. And I, I think it's quite nice to see that dogs are getting valued a bit more and um, yeah, <laughs> become more part of the family. Where do you get your inspiration from? You mentioned you, you're regularly researching. I, I imagine you're testing different things out, but are you also kind of working directly with the the host of the party or the owners to, to fill their in, inspiration out? Yeah, so some people come with a very particular theme they want to have uh, and some others just, just let me do whatever I want, <laughs> which is nice as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, I think my, my inspiration is, is mostly people, people give me a theme and so I, I, I have a very broad knowledge of pop culture so and, and music and, and movies and so when, when somebody for example I made for the local cinema I made a Stanley Kubrick themed cake okay. which was That's like cool. with elements from Dr. Strangelove and um, and Shining and Clockwork Orange and this, these are things where, where it's like ah oh, okay but it takes also a lot of um, internet research when somebody gives me a topic so I had a Norwegian black metal forest cake <laughs> so they're like oh wow crazy scenes, scenes um, and which yeah so actually my my favorite cakes yeah <laughs> they sound like a, a lot of fun i guess the creation process as well as much as there's a bit of research involved i'm sure once you see the end outcome that must be so um i guess rewarding as well every time you do that yeah oh, i have a good laugh in the kitchen definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah so as well as the dog cakes, which you do as kind of like standalone events or, or as you mentioned, just all sorts of different occasions you're doing that, you've got a whole bunch of dog treats as well. So you've got 14 different flavors of dehydrated dog treats. Do you want to tell me a bit more about them? Because they're shipped Australia-wide, aren't they, for a flat fee? Yeah, I have mostly, um, so my main business are the dog cookies, <laughs> which um, have the 14 different flavors. And yeah, they they come with, um, I have, for example, like the odd peanut butter Cookie, I also have Lambingtons, which is lamb with carrot, and cookies, which is more like an Australian treat, which I learned to love while immigrating. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, also um, more quirky ones like uh, cocktail themed cookies, like pina holada and pawberry daiquiri. And they yeah, all are made out of natural ingredients as well. I prefer to use certified organic ingredients and pre range. Yeah, so it's, it's all handmade. So sit there with my mixer and with my rolling pin and every every little cookie is hand rolled and, and cut. Yeah. So you have Christmas cookies coming up as well. So nice. it's all, all seasonal. Yeah. Easter cookies. <laughs> and yeah. How how long did those treats last? Because you mentioned the cakes last only a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the, the treats last a bit longer or Yeah, or the, the um, treats have a shelf life for the cookies for about four months. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, that's good to know because you can buy a pack. I, I can see the packs in the background of your <laughs> camera, actually. Um, I love the branding and it looks like you're, you're getting a really nice packaged treat, you know, pack when you when you get that delivered as well. So Yes, so it's, um, so actually the teal is my favorite color. So I thought, oh, well, why not? I'm going with that. And um, <laughs> there's Willis' uh, little face on the labels as well. Um, so that's, yeah, pretty much the logo to her face. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah I think it's, nice. it's quite cute to see... Um, that her faces go so because I had um, orders from from Canada and from China and uh, I think it's quite heartwarming for me uh, to see that her face goes around the world. <laughs> that's that's nice, not too yeah. silly, but uh, yeah. 
Oh, so you, you also ship the treats internationally as well. That's good to know. Yeah, we are, we are a pet store uh, for now, but I uh, plan after, maybe after COVID has set a bit and international shipping is getting a bit easier, then yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, there's definitely some challenges at the moment with, with shipping internationally. <laughs> that's that's another time we can discuss that. <laughs> um, so what would you recommend if I was thinking about making my own cake at home for my dog or, you know, any of the listeners out there, would you say don't do it or would you say just, you know, wh- where would I start? <laughs> of course, I prefer when people buy my cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, but, but for sure. Um, so that's quite a variety of recipes on the internet uh, where, where you can have a look and just, uh, yeah, I think there, there are some fabulous people creating the most stunning cakes for humans at home. So, and I think it's definitely, it's possible when you, um, that you can mm. do a dog cake at home as well. So it's, yeah, just have a look at the ingredients and try a bit and don't be desperate if it doesn't work out at the first time. So I had, <laughs> had lots of tries and errors in the first month. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I think if you're going for something visual, me personally, I, I know that I wouldn't be able to recreate something as beautiful as what you do. So <laughs> <laughs> um, for those big occasions, maybe it's best to go yes. go with the professional. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but I think we all have our, our strengths in different in different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's right. Occasions for that. Um, I've really enjoyed chatting about dog cakes with you. I love the visual aspect of your social media feeds, especially on Instagram. That's where I found you initially. And I highly recommend that people go and check that out. And maybe, you know, maybe check, try the treats and look into the cakes as well at some point. But is Instagram and your website, willowspantry.com.au, are they the best places for people to find out more? Yes, definitely. So take the um, cake bookings via, um, via the webpage. So just shoot me an email and, and there's a little contact form and yeah. And then I make the magic happen. Perfect. Well, I'll definitely direct everyone there. And I think I'm probably due to buy some treats myself as well. So maybe we'll get some delivered um, very soon. But thanks, Andrea, so much for coming on the dog show today. I've really had a good time and I hope you have as well. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. And Willow. Of course, yeah. (laughs) 